Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. We are live. You think? Getting the thumbs up. Yes! I'm gonna sing this one. It's a podcast, not a cast, pot, hey, phrase every day. Oh my god. She got the scoop. We're feeling real good. And the crew! Are you Sarah snatches ready for an incredible show? Oh my God, that's the worst. No, stop. I can't do impressions. That was fantastic. I am done. I cannot do impressions. Please stick with New Yorker. Stick with New Yorker. That's safe. Oh my God. I am so excited. I just got the best news. I found my engagement ring. The one that we saw? Can you believe the one that we saw? Like, it is official. I, like, picked it out. Are you, are you like, Schman, as we speak, is putting a down payment on that, like, I believe my dream ring. This is incredible. Oh my God, girl, wait, wait. I cannot okay, so wait. Now that Schman, okay, so he has like the, you know how you've like basically facilitated this entire wedding, right? Like, like you're like, <laughs> propose to me this day, buy this ring, right? You've told him to do everything. So is he getting the oh, the go ahead to <laughs> Bitch, you make me propose? sound so crazy. <laughs> yes, I just told him, I think that he should propose to me at DC United Field. And I think Wayne Rooney should come out and then we should do the kickoff and he should get down on one knee. What do you think? Wait, you're, I thought you were going to make this about more like you, like podcast world, like live podcast, but you're going to make this at a, at a soccer tournament? Well, we could live podcast there, don't you think? That's damn true. Oh, I'll be right on the field. Or do you think that he should propose at our next live show? Shmano was so intimate. Do you think he wants to do it in front of a Absolutely lot of people? Absolutely not. He does not. 
not want to be in public. Are you kidding? He gets like self caught. Okay, yesterday. So that's what I'm saying. Like, how he, is he going to do this? No. So you know, when we're out in public, like he does not. He is not down for PDA. No, no. And like, I try to make out with him all the time, no matter Constantly. where we are. So yesterday, I helped him out. We were out in Leesbury. He had to do. Um, I guess uh, he. You know, he works in soccer, so it was for rec. Um, what are they called? The things that they wear. The you recreational. Know? Oh, they have the um, uniforms, right? The rec <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> what are those things called when they have the mesh shirts? Oh, they um the pennies. Pennies. The pennies, right. So all the kids had to get their pennies and everything, right? Okay, okay. So we go out and I'm I'm supposed to be helping him, but the entire time, like I want to massage his shoulders and like tuck his neck. <laughs> he's completely like he's like, like Babe, get off me. He's completely like moving his shoulders the entire time. He's like, What are you doing? I'm like I don't know. I just, it's been three hours since we're here and I need to like touch you. He's like, I'm working. Okay, <laughs> like, so you were supposed to be on soccer mom duty, handing out pennies, but all you want to do is have sex. Like on the soccer field, like on the AstroTurf. Handle yourself. I just wanted to like. Touch him all the time. Yes. And he was like moving around all the time at his computer. He was like studious at his computer <laughs> typing away. And I was just like moving At some shoulder. point you got to respect was, the man and just be like, let the man work. That ship has sailed, bitch. When is the last time? I mean, do I respect him? Are you kidding? I love him dearly, but please. But please. I love embarrassing him. You Actually, you do. But like, it's around little kids. Don't you feel a little bit bad? Like that the kids are like, oh, that is sh- like Shanano's girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like he probably gets made fun of so much by these little kids. Well, I think he does a little bit by the older <laughs> kids. But um, because I know they were giving him a hard time that we're engaged without a ring. But I believe today we have secured the ring. You oh, my sec- God. Oh, look at this random man looking in <laughs> from the control room. Um, so you found the ring. You're putting Girl, a down payment on it right now. You have seen it. What do you think? It's the one from, yes, when we saw it at Bloomies. Yes. Right? Yes. I loved it. And of course, I have man hands. So I put it on and I was like, oh, this fits nicely. But you have little tiny little baby hands. <laughs> and they're like, OK, we don't even know if we can resize this. The diamonds are going to fall off the side. Like, how are they going to do this? I mean, because I, that was what that was like one of the last ones that they had. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. The engagement ring search has been a nightmare. OK, like it's just been so difficult to find. And, and everything over the is, roof, through the moon. You've been searching high and low hell and to, back to, <laughs> through, through hell and high waters. She has searched for the- even Juicy Mayhew could not save this situation. <laughs> it is so bad. Um, I'm so happy that you found that's a huge step forward. Okay, so now that the wedding's already been planned, we just haven't found the ring. This I'm is, gonna do you've got your dress. I've got the dress. You you're ready. I've got the church, sort of. If sort we can of. if we can pass the Catholic classes, that's up in the air. Oh, that's another thing that needs to get done. Yeah, that's true. Because we did our like focus. <laughs> the huge like SAT prep uh exam that you guys had to take. Hundred and seventy five questions, hour long. Lord save me. How much porn does your significant other watch? I mean, what are you supposed to do with I, do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? Are I, you uncertain? I, I would love to know Dan's answers, Schmano's answers. On those ones. <laughs> oh my god. I don't I mean, what do you write what do you write? And then it's you like ha- it's like one of the they ask the questions, do you think porn is damaging to a relationship? Well, yeah, of course, if it's in like mass form. Right. But are we watching it together? There's so many different, you know, types of porn we could be watching together, alone. You know what I mean? Has five minutes of porn ever hurt anyone? I mean, really, really, you know, I mean, yeah, if you're coming home at night, like, and you're online with a headset, you know, yeah, I'm sure it's like problematic to your relationship. And and that's all that you're doing. Yes. 
but I'm good. I'm excited to hear the results of those for oh. sure. When's your next um, meeting for that? Well, we've both filled it out, and then supposedly the priest is reviewing it and then lets you know like what you know what's happening. Oh, gosh, I'm gonna say this. It, it's been in the queue. <laughs> it's been reviewed for a long time now, and I'm just wondering. You know, is this like a trial where they always say you know short deliberation, you're guilty longer? Right. They're thinking about it. Right. I've have. Yes, that's a true. This is a long one. So long I think one. the debating guilty, not you know together, not together. We're going through with it because I've just found my dream ring. You, you have to. I mean, for, who cares about the, the wedding? We have a ring, folks. We're I can't married. wait. And you, you very are. Sell, you love jewelry, but you're big earrings and like bracelets and necklaces. But you don't wear a lot of rings. I don't wear a lot of rings. And this is going to be a big, shl- a big old thing on there. I can't wait. We're going to have quite the story when quite this is finally story. revealed. I can't. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you're going to do the soccer tournament. You're going to force Shmano into it. <laughs> Against his will, you're going to be like, propose to me at the soccer tourney. I just want Wayne Rooney to be there so I can make out with two people at my engagement. Like, how many people can save that? I'll save one for me. <laughs> Jeez, you're getting the ring. I'm going to be live podcasting, you making can do out. the rest of the team. Well, I hope so. Okay, whoa. <laughs> All right, I need to hear everything that's going on with you. And we have an awesome guest today who I am really excited about. We were just on his comedy show. He's a sold out comedy show here at DC Improv that he does every single month. Um, and it is called oh, Couples Therapy. Couples Therapy. Thank you. I always want to call it Couples Comedy, which it is that. <laughs> it is. It but is. It's, but it's, it's Couples Therapy. You like the play on words, you know, the C and the C. Two weeks ago, we were on his show. Yes. And uh, Ramin is his name. He is a great comic in D.C. And I can't wait to talk to him because I just did my first stand-up set last. Yes. In like so long. Thursday that wasn't night. really your first. Yeah, right, right. I did I did attempt um, years ago to do it. And yeah. I had very offensive jokes. Hey, it's... <laughs> Times have changed. Times have changed. Yeah, right. <laughs> I couldn't do that routine today. <laughs> it was a lot about me being overweight was harder to a little bit of rape jokes mixed in there (laughs) those we know from those we know from nini leaks (laughs) do not go well no she's kidding by the way there weren't any of those absolutely not (laughs) absolutely not no she always has everything to say anyway um so i'm really excited because we've talked about doing stand-up i did my first set we'll we'll talk about how it went um last week at saint arnold's muscle bar up in cleveland park and uh you know, he's just a great comic who's been performing in front of crowds for a long time. So I can't wait to talk to him about his sold out show. Um, you know, the comedy scene in D.C. is huge. And then we have tons of stories that we want him to weigh in on. Tons. Sex, relationships, love. Yeah. And he's obviously an expert because he does couples therapy as a show. So the he, man knows. He's basically a therapist. Yeah. Ramin knows everything about relationships. Romance and everything. We're going to ask him about his relationship right now because he's got a banging like, oh my God, I smoking was, hot. I was like feeling uncomfortable on stage. I was like, wow, sh- she's beautiful. We were trying to do her. We were trying I to mean, do her. It really, yeah. <laughs> it was a Mel B and Jerry Spice situation. It we really were, was. Yeah, she was so hot. I mean, good work. Yeah. Is that what it's like <laughs> being a comedian? I can't wait to ask him. Oh, like, I know. This is exciting for me. Like, you know, when you're going to pick his brains. Yeah. Do like funny female comedians just get hot men? Is it the same for women up huh. there too? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm not in there to talk to you. <laughs> 
right, look, we want to thank some of our sponsors, and then we have a ton of stories to get to over the weekend. Like everyone else, we were obsessed with the cruise ship footage of the people that were like a thousand years old that were stuck on the Norwegian cruise oh. ship. <laughs> you gotta ask it airlifted out. Air the fuck lifted out. But the videos from inside were amazing. There's a new 2019 drunk shopping census out. I want to see if you have any guesses as to what people buy the most when they're drunk. And then did you see this that Dr. Dre has had to delete a lot of his social media after posting about how his daughter got into USC all by herself? Oh, she was but also that's not right quite. I was going to say he was given a lot of hate towards like Lori and saying his daughter got in normally, but it's like Shh, did, did your bank account have nothing to do with this? Yeah. Sir? That's But he did it in a clean way, right? He donated a building. <laughs> It was the legal way to do it. We have a lot to get to. And um, I, if the rumor is true about what's going on with Wendy Williams' husband Ugh, and are. his mistress, I don't want to give anything away because we'll save that for four things that are popping. Yes. But there's a lot going on there. It ain't looking good for, for Wendy. No. I mean, God, I feel like they're trying so to much. kill her. Seriously. Like, seriously. I mean, seri- yeah, for real. How you doing, Wendy? Not well. <laughs> Basically. Not well, Bill. <laughs> How you doing? Terrible. Okay, I'm not. Go terrible. I'm not. <laughs> not good. <laughs> That's all I have to I would say. No. Um, so look, we got to thank some of our sponsors. Uh, we are absolutely obsessed with Dr. Mary. TotalDentalCareMD.com is their website. They're in Germantown, Maryland. Dr. Mary's the best. She's completely changed my teeth and gum health. I have periodontal disease. My God. So going to her, she is like the tooth reader. She opens your mouth. She gives you the most amazing cleaning you ever had of your life. And she goes, hmm, do you suffer from migraines? Um, do you grind your teeth? Uh, do you have stress in your jaw? <laughs> Sarah's like, like all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yes, I'm type A. Um, she's unbelievable. She and her business partners got together and created Total Dental Care because they were tired of not putting the patient first. So at TotalDentalCareMD.com, they put you completely first. Doesn't matter if you haven't been to the dentist in five years, five months. They service everyone from little kids all the way up to adults. I actually was at uh, a Okay, I'm not going to give too much away, but I was recently like out at a work event um, at my other job. I'll just in TV. There was someone (laughs) there who hadn't been to the dentist who openly admitted to us that he had not been to the dentist in like more than five years. This is someone with like dental insurance. So it's hard for people are really afraid of the dentist. Yes. Well, they hear horror stories and then they don't want to go. But it's like you can prevent the horror stories by just going. And she's awesome. They also specialize in sedation dentistry. So if you are nervous, they'll just boop, little pill. Y'all get sedated, y'all. I know. Put me up to the mask. Y'all do not want to be awake for that shit. And this month, she's focusing on teeth whitening. So if you want to do teeth whitening safety and safely and you want bright white teeth, we all do. I mean, come on. TotalDentalCareMD.com and tell them that the Hey Fresh podcast sent you. They're also offering a $99 special. We also have to thank our sponsor, OpenFit. The best way to support this podcast um, and support AJ and myself is to purchase from one of our amazing vendors and sponsors like OpenFit. OpenFit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session. Lose the commute to the gym and let the workouts come to you. OpenFit takes all of the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. Everyone's bodies are different and OpenFit gets that, which is why it's personalized to your needs with custom tailored original content. Amazing trainers and classes. OpenFit classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. Sculpt your body 
with Andrea Rogers, founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar, or get in crazy good shape with Hunter McIntyre, named by Sports Illustrated as one of the top 50 fittest athletes. These trainers know how to get you get you results very quick. Also, you can access anywhere and anytime. View on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and Jiroku, all just like that. Boop! We love it. It's amazing. They gave us 10-minute workouts, which 10-minute workouts is about my max, so that's perfect. <laughs> you want to know how long I work out? About 10. No Don't you more. love a 10-minute workout? They literally have that. It's like you do some burpees, you push up, you sit up, and then in 10 minutes you're done. Like, I can handle that. Well, yeah. I used to believe that, like, not like, working out short amount of time is, like, basically not, like, not working out. But just do one thing a day. Not true. Not true. <laughs> Open Fit has confirmed it for us. Open Fit has changed the way that I work out, and my code is Frage. You can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Like if you're me and AJ, we like 10 minutes. Again, use my code Frage and start using Open Fit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the Open Fit 30 day challenge, the listeners to the Hey Frage podcast here with AJ and me get a special extended 30 day trial membership to Open Fit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. Uh, when you text Frage to 303030, 30, okay, you'll get full access to Open Fit. All the workouts and nutrition information is totally free. Again, just text Frage to 303030, 30, okay? If you want to get healthy, I like to focus on health and not on weight results. Thank you. Mindful eating. Mindful eating. But get in shape, you know? Um, all right, we're going to do a couple of stories and then we're going to get Ramin on. Um, so, uh, you know, over the weekend, I was at my girl Pam's. Um, she has refinery hair co in arlington i love pam yes i'm working on a new look do you like it like, i do I'm love really it really reinvent in 2019 <laughs> here i was like this is the new me guys new me no i love it you're growing your hair out no but i do i mean i went to an all women's co- all women's college i had a yes. mullet for years yes. i mean i people for many years there have been blogs online that that wonder if i'm gay there's a lot of people asking and very surprised that i'm getting married to a man Right. I mean, that's for now. But I mean, call me in 10 or 15 years. Right. I could be full lesbian. I have no idea. I love this and new it's trend. Great. Yes. Yeah. I love more be- open. Yes. I wish there was pansexual when I was 14. <laughs> we would have discovered this earlier. Yeah. yeah. And I would have gotten laid a lot earlier. You know, it was, it's hard <laughs> to get a guy to do you when you've got a mullet and you're 200 pounds. Let me tell you. People you are all. Natosha is on. She says, y'all are too much. LOL. She's <laughs> fine with it. Liz is amazing. Liz is also repeating what you said several times on YouTube, so she's not offended. Kayla's on. Okay. <laughs> so excited you found the ring. Yes, we're very excited. But your I new look, who Liz. are you? So what did you tell her when you were going in? You were just like, reinvent me? Well, I think you know this about me, but I do love to reinvent constantly. I yeah. needed a new makeup look. I love that everyone is rocking that kind of cranberry eye. Yes. So I wanted cranberry eye. And for years, I've always parted my hair like over to the left. Always. Yes. I've always had a swoop. And I'm like, you know what? It's time to do it long down the middle. Yes. I kind of want some. I'm going to go with color hair this year, too. Like I'm going to go with some aquas, some pinks. You're lying. No, dead serious. Like I want to be. Yeah. I, I just want to keep reinventing because I feel like people get stuck in their look. Like they don't. They get yeah. caught up in age. They get caught up in their job. They feel like they can't be true. something different yeah so so you're putting those standards away and you're yeah. saying i'm gonna you're really gonna pay i think you, yeah i'm gonna do like different blue, i'm gonna do different aqua. like blue hair and i'm gonna become kind of like my own instagram model like i'm losing no weight and i'm getting <laughs> yeah, like no that. but i'm just going to like start like more Being nudes yourself. more yeah. nudes okay mm-hmm. and i think shimano is like actually okay with that he doesn't care <laughs> <laughs> that's what i love 
<laughs> what so was great. going on with you this weekend? Uh, I had a couple uh, family friends in town. Uh, well, not really family friends, just friends. Uh, took them out. Um, had some shots. It was good. I went to a sober uh, sober party. It was for a friend who was 26 years old. Bitch, one of my close friends. We got to get her up here. Leslie, our girl. <laughs> how how do you invite? Did she? Did they put on the invite that it was a sober party? Because I don't think that they even like think to know that. But I I was at the party for like no longer than an hour, and I I was like I was fiending. Fiending for some vodka. I was like, I just need a spritz. Like, I'm not even asking to get wasted right now. And of course, anytime we have any type of family party, friend party, I mean, there's shots. Like, immediately we decide we're having a party and then we're like, who's bringing the alcohol? Like, it just is a follow-up Well, of course, and she looks way the hell up in Upper Marlboro. When you ask people to drive that far, I mean, when they walk in, you better right. like be having like a vodka luge. I mean, <laughs> you're way the hell out in no man's land. It takes you two hours to get there with DC traffic. And that is the God's honest. There was two different jugs of um, of punch. And I was like, I went right over to them. I saw the mom pouring it in. I was like, score. I was like, hey, which one is non-alcoholic? Because I'm, I'm not doing that one. And they're like, neither. They're, they're, they're both non-alcoholic. I was like, what? What? Why are you having two jugs? This is... I could not believe it. But anyway, great food. It was amazing. The food was incredible. The family, the company was great. It's just that I need a drink, y'all. We got to get up here. I didn't know that they were like, I didn't know that they were non-drinkers. Neither did I. And I brought wine for her. I went to her party last year and we all went to a restaurant. Nobody drank? I did. I had like two <laughs> vi- I helped myself. And then I was like, they're, they're, you know, a lot of her friends are photographers and videos. I was oh, like, yeah. will you film me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they, they were, were like, all there. Yeah, they were sure. really nice, but nobody seemed bothered besides me. I mean, I wasn't like bothered, but I physically was like looking around. I was just in search for alcohol. Were you shaking? A little. I was like, uh, withdrawal, <laughs> withdrawal. Shit, I need some alcohol. Yeah. So, that, anyways, I went straight. I was like, I'm headed out. Peace. Got some like friends in town. Want to go show them a good time. Immediately went to the bar. Bought all tequila shots for everybody. I was like, let's get this night started, y'all. I've been, <laughs> I've been deprived. For the whole day. It was hard because normally I see you on the weekends, but I, I didn't have my AJ fix since like last Wednesday. Yeah, well, you were what you were busy working. I don't know. I actually had a fun yes. weekend, y'all. It's been a long time. Yeah, you had a good weekend, yeah, which is you good. took You took a nap, I think, Saturday? I did. <laughs> it was like, excellent. You You're like, oh, I'm napping. I'm like, it's Saturday. It was glorious. It was, what did you do yesterday? It was beautiful outside. Oh, well, like, I gave out jerseys. I gave out pennies to kids <laughs> and tried to massage my man's shoulders. And he was like, what are you doing? Your weekend sounds lit. <laughs> I actually headed over to Georgetown Waterfront. Nick's Riverside Grill was lit. We had the worst server of all time. We saw him once the entire that time. That seems fitting for Nick's, yeah. I was like, can we get him a server? Uh, I had a crab cake. No shells. That's no good. Shells that's always that a, good, that's right. a good crab cake. I had a weird spritzer drink. I should have just gone straight for the bloody, but I just was like, you know what? I'm going to do a little, little, um, little champagne. It was like... It was like it was like a, a grapefruit mimosa. But anyway, I love some. Nick's Riverside is where the woman walked in and shit herself at the bar. Oh, and then sounds they like fitting. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite story of them, which I know that they want to die so badly, but I'll never forget that. And they actually accused the wrong woman online. Oh, and no. And then, then they ended up brought like, another woman through the mud was like, did you shit in our place? She's like, no. Wait, what? You can't just go around accusing people of shitting in your restaurant? It was awesome. Google that story later today. It was um, the best. So wait, I'm not done with the story. So she walks into the restaurant drunk. Well, poops. someone did. Someone who's like a couple years ago, someone walked into Nick's Riverside, sat at the bar, shit themselves. Yikes. And like somebody went online, like gave them a review and said, hey, your place is great. Except for last Saturday when I was there, someone shit at the bar and like nobody addressed it. <laughs> one addressed it. I would have got walked. <laughs> oh, no. So then 
apparently they accused somebody, another woman, of like, they like went online and accused her of like shitting like, the Like, hey, you were here last Saturday. You're the one. Come to find out it wasn't, wasn't her. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a whole story. And I wanted to do the shit in and like have people show up in diapers. <laughs> I emailed the manager. He was like, not Like, why don't we it. make a whole play on this and do, do the shit night? That'd be hilarious. I would have. Excellent branding. Well, their service was not tip-top shape either, so <laughs> we were like, can we just like diner dash right now? I was about to, but I loved the food. Your food was great. Um, I want to cut like two stories, and then um, I'm so excited to talk to Ramin. Everybody over the weekend was looking at the videos of, it looked like just like an old geriatrics cruise. They're out, <laughs> and it, it was a Viking Sky cruise ship that was compl- like had to have people airlifted off and then radioed a mayday. After the ship, like, was basically... Two engines died. Two engines died. It's, like, pitched on one side. And the best is, the videos on Twitter for, like, an older couple, there was one dude who was holding the camera. And, like, the shit, the piano... I mean, the Steinway Grand Piano is going everywhere. And he's just, like, holding the camera. He's not moved at all. People's chairs are sliding. Like, it was not okay. And they had to airlift 480, I think, over 480 people between two helicopters. 460 of the 1,300 people on board had to be taken off by five helicopters before they got um, other boats, tow boats out there, to tugboats to tow in the boat. Um, But they airlifted some of the people out. Uh, people said they were scared to death about to death for the ordeal. It showed furniture and plants sliding around at, at uh, the lurching vessel. I just loved the old woman. Like they showed one time, and she was like couldn't get up. She was like rolling all around the poor thing. Like here you go. Wait, I think this is the one where a plank from the ceiling falls yep. and hits a woman in the in the head. She's like boop, it bops her right. These old people are <laughs> not pe- bothered at all. No, look, they're not bothered at all. They're like, is the buffet still open? Like that. <laughs> Furniture is flying. The furniture is fucking every. I would have been oh shitting my, my pants. They've got, they've got everybody. No, this would be so fun. I would be vlogging the whole time. These people like, don't oh, seem bothered down. <laughs> That man was like chilling. 400. Okay, so you know how sometimes I complain? I'm like, today was really tough, Sarah. Like, I need a drink. Like, imagine these airlifters. Airlifting big senior citizens. Oh, a day later, three of the four cruise ship's engines were restarted. It looks great there. Oh, my God. Look how majestic. Yeah, it looks good there, but not... No one seemed bothered, though. Maybe that's what happens when you get closer to death. You're just I like, wait. today's the day. Oh, well, it's, it's been a good ride. Yeah. that is. So, I, I hate showing these things, though, because my dream is to take Dan on a Viking cruise. Like, I don't know if you've seen those commercials on TV, but they're like the Viking oh, yes. cruises. They're always like... That's why I think the business is failing, because why are they advertising it so much? Does nobody want to go on a cruise well the best is that they still run these commercials it's 20 fucking 19 and they're like and we have free wi-fi and you're like everybody does how is that like a commercial my local bodega has local wi-fi (laughs) they're like what's wrong with you join us on a viking cruise five star beds five star food and free wi-fi you're like no we're ahead of the ages it's like um (laughs) how old is this commercial oh my god even the boats are oh lord Oh my God, look, they're throwing the people up. No way, this Wait, isn't the, tug, the same place. The tugboats, okay, this has to be different, you're right. Yeah, it is. We've moved on to another okay. ship. Right? Oh, this was Chinese in China, tour. okay. <laughs> that was wrong one. How many times, what's the worst job you've ever worked at with coworkers? Like, that they were the worst? Um, with coworkers, oh gosh. Um, 
I'm obsessed with this Missouri man. He has he, so a 19 year old admitted to spiking his coworkers' drinks at work, and he <laughs> says he did so because of their quote negative energy. He told Missouri police in an attempt to quote mellow out his coworkers at Enterprise Rent a Center in Arnold, Missouri. The man told police that he spiked three coworkers' water bottles and coffee cups with LSD. LSD. Okay, dude, <laughs> put some Zannies in there. What are you doing with LSD? They're gonna have the worst trip of all time. Oh Can my god! Imagine this is the way I would want to do drugs. Is like not knowing, you know. You'd be it, like, um, does anybody else feel a little wavy? I think this is epic. Those it, workers were ages twenty four and twenty three. They were taken to a local area hospital, and so was their twenty seven year old manager. She reported that the 19-year-old was, quote, acting weird and that she saw him allegedly holding a water dropper. And oh, <laughs> no. water jugs. You don't think that's a fucking red flag? They drank out of them after that. They're like, I saw you put something in there, but I'm going to trust you. What? What? I know. Um, okay, some people are just... It, like, but I've worked with uptight on. people. I, I mean, I have. I'm trying to think of, like, the worst... Mm. I worked in a nursing home with a woman who was such oh, a bitch Lord. that ran that place. <laughs> she was. You worked at a nursing home? I did. Yeah. What for did a you summer. do? Um, it was a really high end nursing home in Maine. So they three nice. meals a day, they serve them sit down dinner. Oh yeah. With like full plate settings like fine china, like silver, all this stuff. So three servings a day. You like, had to feed them. Yeah. So, but it was like lobster tail every night. So you gave them waiter service all the time. Oh, you were a waiter at this old folks home. Wait, yeah. Waitress. And then we had to like take turns washing the dishes. That must have been honestly entertaining. Just watching like fancy old people eat. It really wasn't. It was depressing. Well, didn't you see all the hookups? You know, there's like all those hookups in old folks' homes. These people were so fucking old. I'm not even going to oh. lie. There's no <laughs> there's way. No, I don't even think they could find no their dicks. For them. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, they were so Old. I was like, this is so depressing. Why aren't we working at a bar? You're like, a little soggy. How old were you at that time? You were in high school? Uh, like, no, college. Like, 20 or 21. I'm thinking to myself, why am I working here in a nursing home? So I just quit one day. I walked out the door and just never came back. <laughs> then she called me up. She's like, you're came supposed to, your to be senses. at your shift. I was like, I left, bitch. I'm in Connecticut. She's like, that's irresponsible. <laughs> she needed LSD. Man. No, I wouldn't even as go as far. I would just quit the job. I would not go as far as to spike my own co-workers' drinks. How? Oh my God, I love Ow. that so much. I mean, if anything, please spike my drink. Oh, thank you, Ethan. <laughs> Ethan's like, I'm there with it. I'm here for it. Uh, me too. Um, the last story before we get Ramin on here, but 2019, there's a drunk shopping census out. Are you a big uh, drunk shopper? No, I just like famously eat. But if I do have stuff left in my Amazon cart, I'll just go in there and boop, boop, boop. 79% of alcohol consumers have made at least one drunk purchase. $444 is the average annual spend on drunk shopping. Clothing and shoes were the most uh, common drunk purchase. And Amazon is the drunk shopping platform of choice. It's so easy. Look, I don't need to be drunk to be spending my own money. I do that fine, sober. I like. I love spending my money. Just oh my an God. issue. So uh, what are the... I feel like people would buy... Way crazier stuff than clothes and shoes. It's very close to by uh, 79% of men have drunk shopped, 80% of women. So they're basically tied. Men are more likely to buy sports, transportation items, um, as well as uh, artwork or something retail. Women, number one thing was shopping. Shoes, handbags, which I was going to say when I've been drunk in Vegas, that's what I bought, like perfume, handbag. Where? Like at the Villaggio? Yeah, at the Aria. <laughs> when I was there for my girlfriend, Lee Sarah was uh, bachelorette. Yeah, please. We were drunk all day. Well, expect that the same for your own bachelorette. 
that you're not having, but you're also having. I'm gonna we're, we'll do day drinking. Yeah, because that's all that's all you can do. <laughs> Geriatric bachelorette party. Can't wait. I'm gonna be home at four for my fiance. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys should have it on the same day and you don't go home. You like suck your last dick for the last time and then you call it a day. Sounds good to me. Um, He's doing one (laughs) Memorial Day weekend. So maybe I can come down to your house in Ocean City and we can like live it Are you inviting yourself to my beach house? I am, Juicy. I am. Look, it's no cottage in West Hampstead Minster. How do you say that? West Hampstead Minster Shire. I don't know. No, you can't. Okay, yes, you can 100% come to Ocean Shitty. I just don't know. It's not five star. It's like little Caddyshack. We have some Ronas and then, you know. That's fine with me. Do you guys have like beds? We do shooters. Yeah, we do have beds. Okay, I'm ready. I mean, I get to Look, the, the reality is I got to make myself scarce Memorial Day weekend, okay? Because <laughs> he's having all these guys come in from Detroit. So I need to do something. To your guys' apartment. The bachelor yeah. pad. Yeah, and they're like all going out for the weekend. That's going to be fun. I know, but what the fuck am I going to do? I have You're zero come desire to, Ocean to Shitty. do this. We can go to Secrets and just get like really litty. You can take your top off. Okay, sounds good to me. <laughs> oh my God. Let's get Ramin in here. Ramin, come on in. Ramin, I feel We're like obsessed. that was a great entrance. Ramin! Right? Ramin. Oh my gosh. Ramin. Couples Therapy Ramin. is the sold out show that happens once a month at DC Improv. Ramin is a well, well known, very respected comic here in DC. And I mean, you travel. You like go everywhere. I Ramin! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god are, are you like normally this amped at noontime or are you just getting going oh no i'm fucking fired up buddy I'm we're really up. energetic yeah, yeah, yeah. today no i uh i'm lit i'm like you guys are good to see you last time i saw you, you we were talking about pubic hair and blowjobs and, uh, <laughs> we have updates for you let's just fucking pick it up let's pick it up where we left <laughs> off baby yeah. look you are you were so awesome and generous to have us on your show oh come on a, a couple of weeks ago I was honored for sure the show is a big success it is uh, it's picking up yeah it's a lot of fun over there I mean you can't lose at the DC Improv first of all I know aren't they amazing and, uh, oh the best and then I you know I just have to keep bringing uh, quality comedians I have uh, DC has a great um, stand up comedy scene and I I have the honor of working with a lot of the best of them, and they buddies of mine, and we get together and uh, laugh your ass off. Just talk a lot, and (laughs) you know we're just comics are just naturally funny people. So I I created a forum where we can talk about relationships and sex and stuff, and uh, and it's great, man. I I've really uh, enjoyed working with them in a different uh, sort of way too. You know, we do a lot of stand up comedy together. We sit at a lot of back tables and bullshit together, but. Sitting down and just having like regular conversation, kind of regular conversations in front of uh, strangers who sort of want to jump in too has been really cool for me. And I, I really appreciate them coming on. I, <laughs> and I, I could name drop some. I mean, the Benji yeah. Hemelfarb and Jason Weems and Rob Mayer and Denise Taylor, uh, Ty Davis. I mean, the list goes on. Uh, Umar Khan. Like these guys, they're just buddies of mine. And we get together and we talk and it's hilarious. And then you guys came on, splashed the pot. And we got to talk about <laughs> uh, all kinds of girly stuff. It was oh a lot God, of fun for me. I love it. I love it. Love it. I love cracking the door on relationship stuff, and all of a sudden, strangers are like, let's talk about anal every time. It's <laughs> every time you every said that. Every single time. Like the shows always start out cute. Right. He leaves the socks in the corner, and that really irritates me. <laughs> and then in the end, it's like double headed dildos, though. Yes. How can I get both the, the ends in my roast. ass? What you is know? the pig roast? Pig roast. The, the pig roast. Learned about <laughs> pig roast on what? the last show, yeah. And that was streamed <laughs> on. Uh, Benji's 60-Minute Hate Podcast. You can learn about pig roasts when you guys appear on that pod as well. So it's become a thing, man. It's fun. It's awesome. And when do you guys do it? It's every month at DC Improv, but and I know now you're scheduled. sold out. Well, yeah, we, we've been selling out uh, around a month in advance, which is great. You know, we're in the, we're in the lounge over there, so it's a nice, intimate setting. Um, we just scheduled them 
through August, once a month. So if you go to uh, dcimprov.com, you can see when all the shows are. And uh, I've got my guests scheduled for next month, I believe, uh, Chris Allen and Pearl Rose Hood. So we're going to have a great time. I mean, we're going to talk all about your career because you also teach comedy. I do. At DC Improv. I you do. You know, we've been calling you because we both want to do stand-up. Yeah. I got, <laughs> and they're like, sorry, it's booked. And we're like, well, come on. <laughs> Two more spaces for us. Right, right, right. What are we no, going to uh, do? Yeah, no, I know. It is exciting that you guys want to embark on something different. Well, is it? Come on. Now, how many <laughs> years have you been a comic? Uh, eight and a half. Okay, eight and a half years. Yeah. All right. And and right now, the comedy scene is so hot, right? It seems like you go online. Oh. Everybody, like, everyone is seeking comedy. They want to go to comedy. But sure. it's really hard to do. Uh, Yeah, I mean, sure. It's just... um. There's a mixture of different things involved, uh, you know, a level of passion. You know, there are some people that start with very little skill, let's say, uh, and then they just, you got to be like, you got to be the Rudy, you know, that movie Rudy, where yeah. he wasn't great, but he fucking put in the time and he made himself a valuable member in one way or another. Then there's other people that just kind of naturally have it and they can kind of slide in here and there. So how much work do you want to put in? Then there's other people, honestly, they work really hard and they just don't have it in this particular arena and okay, are we you wish them tell well us- on the, the other other hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to be honest with us? I did my first stand-up set, you know, uh, last week. Yeah. I, I recorded it for you. I'm going to send it to you and I, I want you to- should have sent it to me before I came here. Oh, shit. I really should have. I know. Uh, I know. I really want you to, to listen. And dude, that should be like a series. We should we should listen to this one and then we like air segments of it and I we can't even track your progress. I'll come in next month, tell you how much you suck, and then we'll go- uh, <laughs> That's good. I can't even bring myself to listen. Like, everyone was like, record it it and listen. I'm like, I can't listen Uh, back. Like, because there were 10 people there. There were mostly other comics. They were very supportive and sweet. It's open mic, buddy. Um, (laughs) But it's like, oh my God, it's so painful. Like, it's just, uh, you know. It can hurt. But it's like I tell my students, you know, you're you're, you're at the gym, you know, and you're not going to have people around you applauding you when you're doing reps at the gym. That's a good way. I, I like that. You're just you're there to work. And then hopefully when you get the job that pays you, then you get your applause and laughter. Open mics are not about feeling good. <laughs> but isn't it like one person supposed to laugh? Like, I mean, come on, like somebody. <laughs> come on, you made somebody laugh. <laughs> I did it one day. I did. Uh, you'll hear like yeah. the, the start was rough and the end was not like, you know how you're supposed to leave on a real funny. It wasn't particularly like super funny. I wanted to do something around keto crotch, you know, yeah. but it was it's kind of one of those tough things, I think, because a lot of people don't know what it is. They yeah. don't even know what keto diet is. Right. So, then, so you got this long drive like, where you're like in keto we want, and everybody's like snore. Just tell us about your smelly pussy. So I was like, yeah. yeah, this is getting real long. Um, but then there were a couple parts of the middle that they seemed to enjoy. And that's how it works. You know, you get in there and you talk about keto crotch for seven minutes on an open mic and then you you focus on it. You listen back. You beat it up. You cut the words out, cut the joke in half, find some rules of three and make it a 30 second keto bit. But you got to get in there and start with the the rough coal and get it down to that diamond eventually. You're not going to do it on your couch at home. You got to do it at open mics. <laughs> Damn it. Who signs up for your classes? Is it really people that want to, uh, you know, and this podcast started at the DC Improv. Like, I love Allison. Those guys are so supportive of the Best. community. Wonderful. Um, but 
who comes? Like, is it people that just want to get more comfortable being on stage by themselves? Is it truly people that want to be comics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a mixture. Well, I teach level two. Uh, my buddy Chris Kocha teaches level one. Level one uh, can be uh, it's uh, can be people with, that are just like bucket list. Like, I just want to do this for, just to get it out of the way. I've always oh. wanted to try whatever, and then I'm out. Uh, there's also people that are career-oriented in his class, of course. Um, and then there are people that have no interest in stand-up comedy whatsoever. They just want to be more comfortable speaking in front of people. Maybe they're the CEO of a something and they're always right. uncomfortable discussing the new 401k options or whatever. So they want to, you know, just get cozy in front of people and, and then they're done. My class in level two, um, and I, I've only taught, I think, four sessions. We're scheduled our, our fifth coming up in, in May, if anyone's interested. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, we are. Uh, <laughs> okay, I get an good. email ASAP. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, prerequisite, though, six month open mic comedy for level two. Oh, okay. Uh, or uh, having taken level one. Um, All right, we're uh, cut from that shit. Uh, no, no. We'll, we'll, you, <laughs> there, there might be other uh, hours that count toward those prerequisites. But in any case, uh, the, the the folks that come to level two tend to be a little more, yes, career oriented. I'd say 95% of the people that uh, have come to my class so far have said, I would like stand up comedy to be a part of my income in one way or another moving forward. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me this. Um, you the other night you had your last Thursday night. Yeah. Okay, so I was doing my first stand up gig, but your your level two class. Yeah. I had read on your Facebook page that Whitney Cummings she had did. walked in. She dropped in. Yeah, Shut, yeah, yeah. How did, did you that know? All come up? Yeah. I, what? I knew like that morning just because Allison gave me a heads up so that I wouldn't freak out and throw up and you know and, and fangirl yeah. when she was. Yeah, I mean I would have. So. Did she come sit like to watch? Because it was your level two graduation, right? So all these students are performing right. there. And okay. they're nervous as all hell. You know, oh. biggest show of their career yeah and oh. then whitney cummings drops in and we're all like what the fuck and yeah. you know, and uh yeah, she was awesome of course she was super gracious and uh, offered comp tickets to all the students wow. to come to her netflix filming the next couple of days yes yeah she was awesome and then uh one of my favorites taylor tomlinson was in the main room over there so i was just surrounded by you know amazing comedians wow. that happen to be female i hate saying female comedians because you never say right. one of my favorite male comedians whatever <laughs> they're fa- my, my favorite taylor is She's 25 years old. She's astonishingly funny. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. 
10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. So where do you think like comedy is? You know, obviously it's been a rough year with everything with Me Too, Time's Up. Um, so many comics have gotten into Is it rough trouble. or is it progressive? I mean, yeah, what do you think? Have made progress? I, th I, th I think you have to go through some pain to make progress. So yeah, I guess rough year, kind of, but it's also opened some eyes. So, so maybe you it's think, been a good like, year. It's good, right? That, that sure. like comics are getting kind of called out for some things that are insensitive. Not just comics. I think it's everybody, you know, a lot, a lot. Now, you know, comedy, eh, it's kind of a sacred ground where we're, we're like, you know, don't get too sensitive. You know, don't not say dyke ever. Like, just place it when it's right. most appropriate. You <laughs> right. know? Which was what not then. Not that particular moment. That was an odd choice. But uh, <laughs> 
But in the comedy realm, as, as, you know, as long as everyone understands that there's irony occurring and we're saying it for a reason and, um, you know, like playing colleges is really, really difficult right now because the, the, the upcoming generations are like, everybody's the same. <laughs> and you're like, well, no. actually, I mean, it's OK that people are different and uh, and we can giggle about that. It's not it's not hate speech in stand up comedy. Right. And we, we sometimes feel like we're handcuffed a little bit by the groaning crowds. And, uh, you know, I, I push the envelope a little bit and uh, I'm not, you know, I, I try not to be. This uh, this horrible uh, depiction of a, of, a, of, a, of an asshole on on stage, but I you know I say some things that make people groan, and every once in a while it's like, come on. Does guys. anyone say has anyone come up to you after and been like, hey, I, you know, I've been really offended. Um, I've got a joke that I not really, but I have a joke that I do uh, that intertwines the insurance company and moments from the Bible, and it's one of my favorite jokes. Uh, I will be performing it uh, at the DC Improv this Friday at the <laughs> Just for Laughs <laughs> Comedy Festival audition for. Uh, uh, Montreal and uh, it's uh, it's fine. I just I like I mentioned Jesus. I, t- I mean, it's whatever. really so people are like that. They and get a little offended. I've had I, honestly, I've had two people approach me um, after the show and say, and they uh, the one guy like put his hand on my heart. <laughs> he was oh like, Lord, he's trying to have a I'm moment, trying to give you the the power of Jesus to understand that that joke may not be appropriate for this space and I asked God to give you the and I was like okay well <laughs> everyone else laughed God bless you oh. you know I, everyone's uh, certainly uh, you know um, uh, entitled to their own feelings and I the, the purpose of stand-up comedy is never to offend. offend if you're getting more groans than laughs you're not doing a good job uh, however oh, okay. we're, we also have the license to try anything we want uh, once or even three times now uh, oh. if I tell that insurance joke I call it an insurance joke even though it entangles the Bible quite a bit, uh, and nobody laughs three times in a row, and I continue with it, then I'm just being a dick. I'm I'm being a terrible comedian who thinks that my point of view is more important than the laughs, and it's not. The laughs are always the most important thing. If if I if I tell the insurance Bible joke and the whole room is in tears laughing, then I, then I'm right. <laughs> And the yeah. guy putting the power of Jesus in my heart is in this particular case. Uh, it's not his flavor, but it doesn't mean that I'm wrong or he's wrong. It's just you have to make them laugh. Because I do see there are comedians that like take a stand and they're like, I'm going to make this social commentary whether they laugh or not. And I'm like, well, then <laughs> fucking run for office. Like, yeah. Don't be a stand up comedian. I'm not interested in it. I have to laugh or it's it's not OK on, st- on, on the, in the stand up comedy stage. Yes. Oh, my God. That's so good. I had been reading, too, like when you first start in stand up that, you know, a lot of the jokes that you can write, a lot of people tend to go dark, you know, very, very Some dark. Do. Some do. So and, and there's always that thing like, oh, comics have to be damaged to be funny. You think uh, that's true? <laughs> if that's true, I've gotten funnier over the last <laughs> 10 years. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, I don't know about necessarily. I think that we we as a group, we tend to um, really focus on details in life. And then I think yeah. sometimes we get way in there and we go oh shit it kind of sucks out here <laughs> but i think it's because we just hyper focus on minutia and uh you know we dig in we, we don't want to be doing the same premises that people have been doing over and over and over and maybe there are times where we get in there a little bit uh, a little bit further than we want to but once again as long as they're laughing there's no such thing as too dark too too dirty too racy whatever as long as they're laughing it's okay oh that's good all right that's, that's good to know you have to be in in what was it? i think Chappelle said you don't or, or quoted someone else i believe in, a, in an interview where he said um comics don't have to be funny all the time but they do have to be engaging all the time so as long as you're engaging or funny you're 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 accomplishing the task 
I love that. Yeah, it was great. Okay, got any advice? You know, I mean, without, like, I did crashing this year. You know, we, we can't say too much, but, like, AJ's getting ready to embark on a, you know, maybe a, 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 a interesting comedy opportunity, right? Oh, got yeah. Any advice? Like, I mean, when you're doing, I'll tell you, it was so nerve-wracking to be working with Pete Holmes, who could not have been nicer and mm-hmm. amazing. And talk about, like, they were in there just riffing. And, yeah, yeah. you know, they were saying some things. And Jessica Kirsten was there, who's a lesbian, open, gay comic. You know, so they were saying uh, some, the D word. They were, yeah, like, yeah. saying a lot of things. that I'm like, oh, really? This is, like, a safe space to say that? I'm like, yeah. I've got so much oh, to we, unleash. We, <laughs> no, we jab. Like, we jab. You should see, like, stand-up comics like, group text threads. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. We are, first of all, we're hilarious in these <laughs> text threads. But if they ever got out, we're all doomed. Like, we're just, because no one has parameters in our our world yes, right. because we all get it but the whole world doesn't get it so you can't do all that on stage you know what? but we are all in the same or, you know we get it from each other right 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 you know? so then it's kind of that sure my buddies okay. will hit me up and just be like terrorist what are you doing today and i'm like bang, 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 whatever <laughs> you know, it's a regular day sure i'll just they'll throw a bomb emoji i'm like okay you know, i mean that's hack at this point like right. we get it i'm middle eastern but um but that's what i'm saying like our, our text threads are outlandish how do you remain cool what do you tell your students like if you're performing you know if they're getting an audition for snl if they're getting an audition with whitney cummings like how do you what do you think is the best advice oh my god uh I, I, no. first of all my students are level two and to be, be what's honest what's that with mean you, they're not going anywhere I mean, that's, no 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 it's just they're still very <laughs> much at the beginning i mean if, if this is level two there's level 50 you wow. know before you oh. can consider you know the, the level audition that you're talking about but the, you know there's it's little steps it's not like you graduate level two and now boom netflix it's yeah. uh there's right. a lot of work and and i always say most of the work is not in the class in fact that's the least work that's just me giving you a box full of tools that you then have to take out to these open mics that you mentioned that are kind of miserable at times and apply those tools you got you got to build your own house I'm, i can't do it for you i can't sit here and write jokes for you you know, you got to create your, your voice and hear your voice and make your changes and understand the science of comedy, what makes people laugh. And you got to do it on your own. You know? I was going to say, going in, how do you define your style? So if you're like a dark comic, do you kind of like grow that over time? Because I've dabbled with like, what is my comedy? I like do yeah. a lot of voices and I'm like, well, is that more sketch? So yeah, how do you yeah. kind of like weasel down to like what your style is? Yeah, well, I think uh, first of all, uh, you should focus on just uh, like being hot because that's like your... <laughs> That, that's the that, that's probably the best thing about you. Am I right? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I mean, you I'm sorry. What? Your girlfriend is like, the sexiest person alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, we were already girl. just like going hot, like over your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You guys, when she walked in, you guys. We were, some, I, I thought she was another comedian. I was like, good. God. No, you guys just yeah, it was like you guys left wet spots on the carpet at the improv, but they're they're <laughs> still cleaning up. Our chairs were up on stage. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She talked to me. I was like, I'm like, whoa. All right. Uh, yeah, she's cool. Uh, anyway, um, no, I'm teasing. I, but I think I mean you need to. Uh, I don't know. You, you craft it over time. A lot of people say it takes seven years. That's like I'm I'm just Magic pulling number. that from the universe from what other comics say. It takes seven years to create your voice. I think it's a different. You know, for different everyone. timeline yeah. for everybody. But I've definitely evolved from the first time I took the stage to what I do now. And, and some of that's just experience. Some of it's uh, age, maybe. And some of it is that I now have a litany of jokes to choose from. So like when I first started, I had three to five minutes and it was all like high octane, close to my skin type jokes. You know, in the beginning, people tend to write what's been funny for them their whole life. And for me, it was like, Middle Eastern stuff. Bop, bow. Easy. Uh, yeah. 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 Like, hey, how about how about this little joke here about Islam or whatever? Uh, and then you you have to move on from that because I'd hate to have an hour of 
Muslim Middle Eastern straight. joke. I won't just, I'd be bored with myself. It's just, <laughs> but like any comic, like I don't want to see a, if there's an overweight comic, I don't want to see an hour of fat jokes yeah. or a gay comic. I don't want to see an hour of gay, whatever it is. You got to have different. No, I consider a headline set to be more of a symphony. And now that I have, you know, 45, an hour of jokes, oh. I can slow down. I can take a, I can do a joke that has a long driveway as long as I'm engaging. And as long as I've popped, you know, earlier in the set and have established myself. So things change uh, with time uh, and uh, and they change with the amount of, of jokes you have to choose from, I would say. Love it. Yeah. But yeah, what to focus on, kind of the audience is kind of going to tell you that. Right. Whatever hits um, good is like, yeah. all right, let me. Let if me, they're laughing, you keep that. that and that's why you record, Sarah. That's why you're going to listen back. And you're going to, if they. We need to drink a bottle of wine and listen yeah. through it together. Oh, when I'm they, just gonna when send they you giggle too. a little bit, um, you make a note right there. And you'll have the best thing about listening back, students, is that you give yourself notes along the way. Now, um, you, I want to ask you a couple stories, and then we do this thing on the show at the end of the show called Four Things That Are Popping, which is everything happening in pop culture news, so I totally want you to weigh in. Are you okay. a big pop culture celebrity guy? Uh, I'm not. Here's the reason I'm not great at it. I've got three kids. Okay. I do stand-up Busy. comedy, and I have a full-time day job. I know you do. Uh, at, a, at a company called South Block, everybody. We just opened in Boston yes, today. South Block! Yes! Brand new we location today, 700 Randolph Street, South Block. How many locations is that now? That's our ninth, baby. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. Are they the same? You uh, guys are amazing. South Block is an incredible company. Yeah, How do you bring over any acai yeah, bowls, yo? <laughs> we sold uh, our Warrior Bowl is number one that we sell, uh, followed by the PBJ Bowl. But our uh, Warrior Bowl sold over 120,000 last year. And, well, next time and that's so kudos good. to, uh, you know, the, the, the public uh, consciousness now for uh, eating better. Like, it's not like you're eating zero calorie foods. It's just we're eating Healthier. better calorie foods. You know, yeah. you're not choosing that hamburger that's 600 calories. You're choosing that. You know, if you get a PBJ Bowl, it's, it's roughly the same amount, but it's amazing ingredients that you're putting. Everyone has to have cal- calories or your organs won't function. Yeah. So we focus. Uh, my brother is the uh, the uh, founder and president of South Block. And, uh, you know, he he really created a, a wonderful thing here. And um, and we're, we're we're so happy and so proud to be, uh, be uh, available yes. for the community. To, you guys are to grab good awesome. Stuff. Yeah, I do that during the day and then I go tell dick jokes at night. So I it's know. Well, I want you, you know, sometimes you talk about your relationship, which I, you know, I'm, I love that you're honest and you're all out there, but um, did you see this? Po- the Washington Post says that uh, new data shows that more than half of young people in America don't have a romantic partner. Hmm. And I always find this what interesting. They, what's young people? What's the bracket? Millennials. Mostly 38, 30? no, 38 and under. 38 and under don't have a romantic relationship? Don't have a... Now it's like literally 50-50. And a lot of it's by choice. They're focusing on their career. They say that they don't find the right person. Got you. Um, I mean, you work with a lot of younger people. I'm sure a lot of your students are single. Um, You hear about relationships all the time. What do you think it is? You think people just... uh, You know, of course, people are having kids later in life. They're getting married later in life. Yeah. I I guess, guess, uh, you know, the lifespan probably plays into it. I got married young and... uh, you know, divorced after 11 years, but it was still, it was a good run. I, I got the kids and everything. I would say as I reinvent myself in the dating world, yeah. that a lot of it is just, there's too many damn options. Like, <laughs> Isn't that it? You know I, I mean? think it, that's it too. There are certain restaurants where the menu just needs to be slimmed down because Slim I'm looking down. at, I'm like, I don't know which, there's so many. I can and relate. so you meet somebody and you go, oh, she's gorgeous. She's great. And then you, you get on an app and you're like, whoop, there's 10 more gorgeous, great ones. Well, I got to meet them first before I settle for that one. I think there's just too many options. I have a joke about dating apps where I say, I think dating apps are like saying, I believe in love, but only within this 10 mile radius right here. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I go to another time out. Right, because we're like, look, I, I want unconditional love, but I'm not going to drive 30 minutes. Like, that's ridiculous. So. <laughs> I think it's red flag disease. I feel like everybody goes out now on these dates and they're just like looking for the red flag. All my girlfriends are always like, is this a red flag? Is this? I'm like, there's why would always going to be red why flags. Why would we do that? Oh, of course. And there's no perfect relationship. Because but why would we look for red flags? Don't we want success in love? Well, I think people are too set up to, they're thinking they're going to find this perfect partner. Like, I don't think people mm. are realistic about what another human being is. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're basically just, like, meeting somebody and you're like, oh, this is wrong with them. Something's wrong yeah, with them. Yeah, you're balancing, like, can I take their shit? Like, so how your, crazy your advice are they? is go with good enough. That's exactly. <laughs> Lower your expectations. Stop. Hey, stop looking for someone better, people. <laughs> Good settle. enough. Just good. good enough was good for your grandmother. Good enough. That's Sarah's right? advice. Yeah. Work for my grandparents. <laughs> Did it though? Like so many people stayed married just cuz. Just cuz. Right? But you put Bumble in like 1920. Come that would have been a shit show. Fucking people. They're, they're going to be swiping through the depression. They're going to be getting ass. That's <laughs> oh great. Lower shit. your expectations. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, I, I think it's too many options. I think that's what it is. Because, I mean, back in the day, people lived in no, a, a village. And yeah, it was right. like, there was no you had to pick else. your hottest cousin, and that was it. <laughs> like, you aren't going to travel two months to the to the mountaintop of the next village. Like, it was, it was her, and that was it. All right, we want you to weigh in on four things that are popping, which is everything okay. that's happening in celebrity news. So Dr. Yeah. Dre has been forced to take down his Instagram post where he uh, put up that his daughter got into USC on her own accord. Okay, oh. so he basically took a jab over the weekend at Aunt Becky and everybody else who got oh, their yeah. kids into USC with Operation Varsity Blues. Come to find out, though, Jimmy Iovine, the music producer, and Dr. Dre several years ago donated $70 million together to USC Ooh. and have a building Named in their honor. E. There's so a Dr. Dre building? Yes. D-R-E. A music building. Wow. Okay. I know. And so and so the question then million. is, did she really get in on her own accord? Of course she didn't. I mean, if your parents are <laughs> donating 70 million or, you know, whatever, 35 million. Yeah. And Jimmy Iovine's donating 35 million, you're not getting in on your own accord. What one would think not. One would think <laughs> that there was anyone go to USC. Of- it's not like rich or influential. All these fucking kids. It's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I, I, if, if, honestly, if Dr. Dre told me to let his daughter do something, I would fucking do it, uh, regardless of <laughs> donations or not. How old are your kids? I listen to his old school albums. That dude does not fuck around. You want your daughter in? She's in. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Well, she's going as of now. How old are your kids? Are they anywhere near college? Uh, I mean, relatively, I guess, nearer than they've ever been. Uh, 13, 12, and 10. So, but you guys did bang, bang, bang. Uh... <laughs> 10, 12, 13. Yeah, yeah, we knocked him out. I mean, the ex-wife Woo! had OCD, so it was like, cross him off the list, buddy. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's great. You don't I want like... to have it sit there. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, no, we uh, we did, and they're great. I, I absolutely adore my kids. It's the it's the the, the best thing in my life. Is you going to pull any comedy strings to get them into like uh, any sort of comedy school out there? Second City. In oh Chicago? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just hit up Harvard and be like, hey, I was on the list at <laughs> <laughs> at the Improv Open Mic. You want to fucking let my kids in or what? I you was, mean, are, are you a big Wendy basement. Williams fan at all? Uh, I mean, I'm not a b- big fan. I'm familiar with the Wendy Williams. Blown away by this story. So her husband, Kevin, and his mistress reportedly gave birth to a baby girl over the weekend. Hmm. They checked into the hospital under anonymous names, and Kevin paid cash for this love child, Ooh. all while Wendy Williams is remaining and living in a sober house in New York. They are trying to kill this woman. I mean, can you fucking, can you imagine? Uh. trying to get over coke. And then her husband's off having babies. Yes. Yeah. Although I think, I honestly tend to believe at this stage, I think they have an arrangement. 
You do? Yeah, 100%. I think that they're staying together. They have a kid together. Wendy and Kevin have a son together. I think they've been business partners for a long time. Kevin's notoriously difficult. I don't, there's like uh, claims of him being abusive. Oh, yeah. celebrity life. Oh, Isn't it so good? It's the worst. <laughs> I feel so bad for them and what they have to contend with, the societal pressures. You know, it's just so much. And, and, really? and that, Well, yeah, because then we sit here from a relatively normal standpoint where we can walk down the street and not have people snapping pictures of us and trying to get our autographs. And then we try to judge them in their little microcosm where they've got more pressure, like I said, walking down the street. Than, than we do on, on, on a similar day. Isn't this and what I, you're going for, though, as a yes. comic? I mean, when you're Robin Williams, are you going to give a fuck? Don't you, don't you want all these problems? Your new hot wife yeah. is probably going to be hooking up with some other young comic. What are you going to be doing? Yeah, <laughs> I get that. It's, just, it, it's not... My goal is not to be in in that fishbowl uh, of people staring at me. I mean, I'm certainly funny enough. You guys check out my website, <laughs> Ramin.com. Follow on Instagram, Ramin88. I expect my followers to go up by tens of thousands today, by the way, based on your followership. But, uh, 100%. Uh, you may be gosh, shocked. <laughs> I, I would never want to impact the um, just the, the daily free choices that quote-unquote, normal people get to make by any measure of celebrity. I, I, I imagine and I hope that there's a version where you can um, get on with a, a, a relatively normal life and stay out of all the bullshit. And I think some of it's, you know, the personalities that make certain choices that create yeah, right, worlds right. that are just more dramatic than uh, than others, you know. Well, when you're the Kardashians and you're calling the paparazzi, gross, yeah, to, to show up at your, I mean, you're sort of wanting it. You know what Ugh. I mean? Yeah, of course. I mean, that, and that's how they make their money is just drama and uh, and makeup and. Uh, now, did you? I mean, I know this was very deep. Uh, did you watch Leaving Neverland? I haven't, and what? it's because I love Michael Jackson, and it's going to be hard to and watch. And I for know you then. it's over. Like I get it, it's over. It's just, you know, I, but he, he's dead, and like he's not hurting anybody else. And I'm so sorry for anybody that he did. And I have a lot of commentary. Like I'm a father. Like I'm, I, I question these parents that you know, right. le, like I would never. It was like, what was that documentary on uh, Netflix? Uh, uh, oh, you're the one that you watched with the parents. The, 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 oh my the gosh, abducted. abducted in plain sight. Those are the biggest fucking idiots on the planet. Morons. And, and like, the, are, were they trying to? Make the guy, the the whatever, the central character, look like a bad person. He was a bad person, but these people are the dumbest parent. Like, oh, he used to sleep with our daughter for therapy. What the fuck are you talking no, about? No, at the end and of the it, film, you were rooting for B. He'd slept with everyone in the family. Everybody like, fucked the whole the family. Whole, like, like, the that whole guy, family. That guy killed it. He was. <laughs> You're I mean, like, that's at a, the end, you were like, B's the man. Dude, like, like, I don't care what you've accomplished sexually. None of us has fucked a whole family. Pretty good. <laughs> Mother, father, daughter, like. It, Absurd. Wow. Everybody was in love with Bing. Unbelievable. And it's the same shit. I mean, you know, Michael Jack obviously he had some things going on uh, with himself. But if you're a parent that was like, they, got, they were not there because they thought MJ was a swell guy and going to be a great friend of the family. You think they you thought, really do? You think the parents knew that something was up? I, uh, I don't think they knew something was up, but I think they wanted to feed off of his fame, his celebrity, and get some of his money. And if it meant that his child had to, their child had to be buddies with him, then fine. I think they ignored the obvious repercussions or potential for negative things happening behind those closed doors to take advantage of his place in life. So yeah. in that case, I blame the parents for being morons. Well, over the weekend, you guys probably saw this, but Barbara Streisand got a ton of heat for essentially coming out and defending Michael Jackson and saying that the alleged molestation, quote, didn't kill Michael Jackson's accused 
accusers, Wade Robson and James Safechuck. It hasn't gone over well. Mm. Streisand's comments on Jackson's documentary, Leaving Neverland, inspired a whole backlash on social media. Even uh, at one point, she said that Michael Jackson's needs were his needs. Now... Yesterday, she came out to say, to be crystal clear, there is no situation or circumstance where it's okay for the innocence of children to be taken advantage of by anyone. She said that later? Yes. The follow up? Because <laughs> the first comment sounds a little strange. The story like, people have needs. And like, that's right. when she was yeah, sipping for... a Cosmo. And then the next day, she was like, what I meant to say was you can't fuck kids. Like, <laughs> like completely yeah, contrasting things. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yes. Uh, she goes on to say, quote, the stories these two young men shared were painful to hear. And I feel nothing but sympathy for them. The single most important role of being a parent is to protect their children. It's clear that the parents of the two young men were also victimized and seduced by fame and fantasy. This was mm. after she criticized the parents so uh oh my god it was it was pretty rough everybody has to take accountability for their part clearly the the biggest issue was unfortunately michael jackson i know i hate that because he's like he's he's the framework of a large part of my childhood he was just like you know just amazing and uh, and i get i i feel terrible i mean i have kids i have empathy for the any any child that's affected it has nothing to do with the kids this is not their choices but you know advice to any parent that has children please don't drop them off at celebrities houses and walk away when the door is closed like let's do our part too it, it yeah it takes a village you guys we gotta we gotta open our eyes as well well i don't think michael will be i mean i've been to like several events and they still are playing michael jackson music like i, I don't think anyone is gonna stop i know but I, it still jumps in my head if i hear it. right song, if you yeah. hear it now you think of it differently yeah. uh lastly aj hates on this show she hates farrah abraham who's the teen mom star I, i'm sure you have never lost any brain cells watching no. this show it's mtv uh, teen <laughs> mom it's the dumbest show of all time okay it's basically follows these teenagers that become teen parents 16 and pregnant 16 on MTV. And pregnant. Okay. okay so that's where she became a celebrity from all right. so over the weekend she's been getting a ton of backlash because it looks like she essentially copied courtney kardashian's uh uh, photo shoot. Oh, for Courtney's. Did you see of this, this uh, thing? Yeah, I just, I just next, next before I come in next time, if you could tell me to read up on all the trash bullshit news, <laughs> uh, pop culture like feces, and then I can be a little more uh, adept to having conversations with you. But I, I could roll. We could talk about Game of Thrones or like <laughs> I that, just started or, watching or, Game of Thrones or how like a Duke won by the skin of their scrotums yesterday. I could I could, crazy. I could jam with you. You want to talk about opening day baseball? I got you. But fucking Kardashian and what Streisand said and all this other trash. What I have about, no idea what you're talking about. What yeah. about Khaleesi's having two brain aneurysms after season one. Yo, Did you hear about that? No. That article just came out. She wrote an article about how after season one, she suffered from two life-threatening brain aneurysms and she powered through season two. No way. Survived both of them by the skin of her teeth. Is that wow. what you Yes. I always forget how to say sayings. Yeah, that's the skin it. of her tooth. Um <laughs> and, and I, isn't that incredible? <laughs> and I just started watching Game of Thrones. Oh, it's a, I mean, it's incredible, obviously. Anyway, I, 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 no, let's talk. No. What's, she, what's she doing there? She's got a, a an apple something and, well, a, and a titty so cupcake. Courtney started a, a whole new blog brand called Poosh, and nobody knows what it is. But Sarah <laughs> I Abraham, saw your post about Poosh. <laughs> nobody knows what it is. That was the article for it. Or that was the uh, picture advertising. And so Farrah kind of did the same thing. Okay. And everybody's been trolling Farrah because we're saying, hey, where the fuck is your belly button? Oh, Bitch has no belly buttons. <laughs> Bitch does not have a belly button. I know. So she's just been trolled online, and it's just, she's like, I didn't copy her. Yeah. But anyway. Well, there's a lot of things going on. With it. Like, a lot. You know, I, I, obviously, I think women, uh, naked women are attractive, but I, I also have a, a, a background in construction. I'm looking at those tiles. I'm like, oh, what is that? Subway tile? <laughs> what is it? I, I like the black grout. grout. Interesting choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do enjoy I like a nice black grout. 13 cents a tile. I, I'm familiar Did, with those. You used to do construction? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, have a, I have a background in cabinet making and construction and signage. I used to do. Um, I used to work for an amazing company called Colorad, uh, where we uh, did a museum exhibit. Work and I Look used to run CNC routers. I love that job. I used Jack to love that trades. job. Oh, great people over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When did you start you? comedy? Uh, eight and a half years ago. Pay eight attention. We okay, asked him. I, that. I'm bad at math, so it's okay. Anything with numbers. So I overlapped. How, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you said seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. I, was, I was doing uh, museum work and stand up comedy and having babies all at the same time. Look at you a and lot. Yeah. And Sarah can't even have a damn baby. I know. <laughs> I, know. I know. That gives me hope. See, I can be pregnant and on stage. That's uh, good. Yeah, she certainly can. Okay, great. Yeah, lot, lot, their comics have done it before. Females only. A I man won't. has never done it. <laughs> no, <laughs> to be done. Seriously, take that, male comedians. Right. That Duke game was pretty good, by the way. I was forced to watch that by uh, Schman, my man. Man, like, I, and, and I'm not honestly, I'm not like a huge like basketball. I'm a big baseball fan. I'm a Cubs fan. If anybody has tickets to the Nats series coming up early this season, in any case, I do we'll go tune to a Nats in. Game with you, dude. That would be amazing. I love, I, I love baseball. I have a, a, a one. My middle child's name is Wrigley. That's how big of a Cubs fan. Wow. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's really uh, yeah. cool. Yeah, I know. It's also the name of a baseball stadium, so I'm a little obsessed. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what was I talking the about? The basketball game yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, but I tune into like playoffy stuff, and uh, and I did. I had a show yesterday. I'm tired um, of Duke winning, though. I don't. I mean, I guess. I understand that's the equivalent of like the Yankees winning. So I get that people like, hate it when Duke yeah. wins. So I was rooting for the underdog. And man, about two inches, they would have had. It would have been. Oh god, they would have been legends. I feel the, bad for them too. I know. I know. And the, no t- way the they poor slept tall last guy. Night. The guy that's like the seven. The tall guy. Oh, What's the tall name? guy in basketball. Uh-oh. Taco. Okay. Well, Taco. There, the guy that's like seven foot four or whatever. That's seven six. Headed to the NBA. You know, no matter what, right? You're going to draw a foul. Like they always know. They just run into him. The poor yeah. guy gets the foul. Like you got to feel like you're just losing the game for everybody. It was really, it was it was a close one. Yeah, man. Um, stuff. We also end the show every Monday with a thing called Pineapple Mail, which is everybody's DMs on the show. Oh, word. They, okay. So they tell they uh, just write to us basically any anything that's on their mind, whether they you know what they like, what they dislike about the show. And for the past week, we've oh. been having a debate. You might be able to to solve this for us. Yeah. Where. Like the shade room has roommates, right? They're always like, "Hey, roommates!" Okay. You know, Wendy William has has her co-host. Yeah. Like you know, all these brands have like what their fans are called. Okay, so we had for many years the Frasiacs, but the <laughs> Frasiacs kind of sounds crazy, right? Like we're insane. It yes. sounds like we're bad shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it sounds like when we go out and we're like, "Hey, are you a Frasiac?" Yeah, like, yeah. You're fucking nuts. Yeah, really. no. You know, I so think you should call them the full bush. Just the, the squad. Full, the bushes. Hey, what's the up? Bushes. Who's in my full bush squad? <laughs> bush squad. So we we've been trying to find a new like a new name, right? Okay. So the Hey Babes came up over the weekend. Okay. Hannah wrote to us. She came up with the frenzies. Mm-hmm. Oh, frenzies. Okay. The frenzies. Or the I do like that. The phrase frenzies. It's and a tough one. We had uh, the one mm. that seems to be taking it away. Okay. Now the Frasiacs was close. Okay, so it was so some fans want to keep Frasiacs, but I just don't know if that's like something that you would rock. Like, do you? What do you, when I say Frasiacs, Ramin, what comes to mind for you? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, you, your name is difficult to uh, to build stuff off. We were thinking Frasiaholics. Yeah, I mean, Frasia- people, people like putting heads on the Frasia heads. Oh, Frasia heads. So, um, well, lastly, oh. um, the crew. Now, a lot of people, it seems like they have voted. So I wanted to ask you, Age, if you think that it should be this. In our opening theme song, it's Sarah and the crew. Mm. So now people are saying, I thought we should call everyone the besties. 
That's like, Jesus cute for you, I think. Yeah, all I mean, of it's our a fans, common word, but I think that feels Sarah Frasery to yeah, me. Yeah, are the women that listen, the guys, they're always like, hey, I feel like we're all best friends. Like, we're besties. Then we came up with the Fresties, but that sort of sounds like a disease. Like the, the Fresties. We had Fresties and Fresties. Should have worn a condom, picked up the Fresties over the weekend. Yeah. So do we like the crew? So 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 far online, the crew has been, but it doesn't seem like yeah. us. It'd does be nice it? if there was a hat. Like you could do HF crew. Hey, Frage crew? Yeah, but, you know, but HF, and just not the hey, Frage, just, just the HF, you know, HF like crew? some kind of hashtag y thing. I don't know, man. I know. Are you feeling it, Age? What are you uh, thinking? We never solve this issue. Every yeah. time. Got it. I mean, we always ask, and we're like, mm, we're still, we're still at a loss. I don't know. Fans have come. They like. I like frenzies. I like it to. I like it to go with the F and the F. So Fraser frenzies, but frenzies, yeah, something. Frenzies. Damn. I know, right? It's a tough one. Yeah, but, but need... if you've got the fan base in on it, they're going to come with a great name. I'm sure. They've come up with the crew. It's going to pop and you're going to go, It's not that great. They come up with the crew? Well, your fan base is not that original, it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to go, like, like, hey, Sarah, how about we call ourselves the group that listens to you? Is that that a good name? (laughs) That's basically what the fuck we've come up with, honestly. Okay. So you can always hit us up. It's Sarah at HeyFrage.com, or you can follow me on Instagram. It's at HeyFrage. DM us what you think. We're still trying to come up with this. I still, I think the besties or the fresties or the frenzies. (laughs) I don't know. It is. Know. It sucks. Crow. Um, you can follow AJ on the mic. It's at AJ on the mic. And Ramin, what is, where can people follow you? Where can people? Uh, uh, Ramin 88. It's R-A-H-M-E-I-N 88 on the gram. On the gram. Your yeah, yeah, yeah. April show is sold out at the Improv. At the Improv. Couples Therapy is sold out. But I'm also featuring there for the hilarious Tim Dillon the first week of April. So come he's check and see. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Out of, uh, he's coming down from uh, New York City for that one. And I'll, I'll be featuring my buddy Philippe Schaefer's hosting. And uh, we're going to have a grand time. I'm there the, the Friday and Saturday of that weekend. I think it's the 5th and 6th of April. Well, you're awesome. Thank you so much for coming by the show. We love you. Oh, we can't wait to see I've got a show at Ragtime, Courthouse Road, every Wednesday. That one's free. Every Wednesday. Check me yes! out, y'all. Yes, we'll be there, oh, you we'll guys. Be there Wednesday. Love you. Be sure to share the Hey Frey Show. We'll see you on Wednesday. Bye, everybody. Peace. This chalice? It's a chalice of water. Oh, this is cute. Too. Cast by.